I'm Isabella Freund. And I'm Alyssa Sullivan. Miss America brought us together. But now we're using our voices to discuss issues beyond the crown. For the next few months, our podcast will shine a light on how the community is reacting to the COVID-19 pandemic. We interview doctors, teachers, business owners to help you understand what the future holds and bring you some kind of certainty in a world that is anything but. This is the Closer Apart Podcast. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I miss you. I miss you, too. I feel like it has been a while. It has. It really Uh, has been. been. Yes, it's been a week since we spoke. We took a little break after our mental health episode. Yes, but a lot has happened since our break. New Jersey schools have closed uh, for the rest of the academic year. I don't know how how I feel about that. People are getting really antsy. People want answers. They want hard dates. They want to know when they are getting out. And I think their patience is starting to wear thin, but hopefully we get some dates soon. Kind of segueing into what we're going to talk about today. I read a really interesting article today that talked about how 99% of all businesses in America are small businesses. And that just blew me away. I I would have never thought that. I know, right? It's it's crazy when you think about it. You don't realize it, but that statistic really puts it into perspective. I think it's time to introduce our first guest. So our first guest today is Shauna Mulford, and she is the head of Let's Party Events, which is an amazing entertainment company with over 90 characters and 50 services, creative opportunities for all to enjoy. Shauna's also a school psychologist at George J. Mitchell Elementary. So I'm very excited to have her as a guest today. So please welcome Shauna. Hello. Hi. Hi. So my first question is, how has COVID-19 changed the way that you operate your business? My personal business is an entertainment company geared towards kind of bringing magic to children. We've had to get extremely creative because the business draws substantially large crowds. So being that the COVID-19 restrictions uh, limit crowds, I I mean, from 10 people, I mean, uh, maybe in different phases up to 50 people, we're going to have to get very creative moving forward. However, in the interim, we have an amazing cast of individuals that still like to bring the magic to people that probably could use some in their lives right now. There's some things that we've done in the community. We had one of those drive-by parades and we hosted it for a girl who is a Make-A-Wish kid whose Make-A-Wish, uh, her wish was to go to Disney and she wasn't able to get there. So some of our cast members dressed up and we practiced social distancing but we delivered a happy birthday message to her and kind of brought Disney to her doorstep and just let her know that, you know, she'll be seeing the, 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 the castle soon. We've also been doing uh, Zoom uh, birthday wishes and interactions with kids uh, for their birthdays or for whatever kind of celebrations. We've also been donating costumes and letting other people uh, utilize some of the different elements from the studio, whether it's art supplies, or the costumes and allowing them to kind of spread the magic and spread the joy. Uh, we had our Easter Bunny in Sea Isle, another one in Avalon. All the while, of course, practicing social distancing. Uh, they were on the back of the fire trucks. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it truly, it's it's just about, oh, and, and on Mondays we're doing kind of um, kids magical happy hours. Uh, so parents can go ahead and make dinner. Kids can be on a Zoom with uh, different characters. It's themed different every week. They can do some trivia, some interactions. Just, again, whenever you can, spread some joy and, and make a kid smile. 
inadvertently you're going to have the parents smile as well. There, there really is so right. much joy to to have. Uh, we've also been doing videos, uh, tutorials, uh, everything from sign language to how to wash your hands with Mickey. You know, so I think there's a lot of ways you can get creative with this, but it's not a one man show. We operate as a team, and we all we all step forward together. I think we're all going to get through this together. I did see the Make a Wish parade was featured on people magazine um their website which is so exciting so i I know that you have young children so how has online schooling been for you and your family i have a set of twins that are in sixth grade they're extremely disciplined with their studies so and the teachers that have put together the curriculum and delivered it and when i say they were so reactive and and quick thinking and how uh, they were going to be able to still educate the children at home. Uh, all kudos to not only the children that are that are really embracing this um, and including my children, but also to the teachers. They were very organized. They were very they're very good at following up. They are in contact constantly with the kids. Uh, so for for uh, for my portion at home, it's been great. Uh, my daughter's preschool. We've been following up there. So my daughter is is actually starting to read. My youngest, my five year old. For me personally, my day job is a school psychologist, and our our CST, our child study team, is still operating in full force. We are still having initial meetings, our annual reviews, and this is our busy time, writing IEPs and making sure that supports and special education is delivered via teleconference. And in that fashion, we had to get very creative. So for me, it's been it's been very difficult because I'm working from seven in the morning till five, six, seven o'clock at night. Then I'll be working on my business for a couple of hours and trying to be here and foster some support for my children. It's tough. It's very difficult for me personally. But um, I think because we are operating uh, very uh, systematically and it's very organized, I think we're, we're going to get through. <laughs> right. So when you do go back to normal, how will the events change for Let's Party events, especially during the summer? I know that's probably a big time for your business. The summertime is. It's, that's the height of our activity. Um, in fact, the weekends now, we would be at multiple festivals and doing birthday parties. So when we got up to the summer months, I mean, we were doing anywhere between 22 and 30 uh, some odd events a week. Right now, the municipalities are still trying to figure out how they're going to operate. And most of our business was dealt with the municipalities. And when I say that, I'm talking about the shore towns such as uh, Avalon, Stone Harbor, um, Ocean City, Sea Isle. I, I think everyone's trying to formulate how to move forward in the new normal. And again, like I said, we, we would bring apart, bring, um, bring uh, crowds of large people together. And that's not something that we're going to be able to do, I don't think. So I think we're going to have to figure out a way to still spread the magic without, in just a different creative way. Maybe uh, schedule it better. Uh, maybe have tickets and and seating appropriately distanced apart for for our families. I think there's ways to still do it in the municipalities. Uh, right now, they they need to really focus on first and foremost keeping everyone safe, and then bringing in elements of the entertainment world. And I'm a bet of that as well. So you talked a little about a little bit about the creative activities that you've been doing, like the parade that you did and surprising the little girl. I know sometimes we've seen legislators talking about entertainment and about concerts and things like that as if they're non-essential, which in a sense, 
they are non-essential, but as you've seen how much joy they can bring to people. So how important do you think it is that we get those things back up and running? Entertainment is our escape. And as a psychologist during the day, we all have to have those mental breaks and those that time away from that time out of the house. We have this need to be entertained. I think concerts and gathering, it's it's very much so it's, it's relating to people with uh, common interest. And when you see a crowd gather, it's like, oh, yeah, it kind of reaffirms. Wow, it's great that I like this. So it's very psychologically appealing and it's, it's comforting and it validates your preferences. So when you do have these gatherings, it's, it's a social affirmation of, of who you are, what you like, and you realize that there are more people out there like you. So that it's, it's another way to, to connect. And I think right. without that, with that being absent, um, uh, I think it's going to have a, a negative impact. So we, we are going to have to somehow, some way safely navigate back to where we can gather. It's the reason why people go to restaurants. You know, it, it's not just the food, but it's also the ambiance. And it's that social affirmation right. that people are definitely missing. And that's why, you know, you really have to be careful because there, there is depression that can spike. I mean, the social distancing, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a shame, you know, it's because we are such interdependent people. So since you are a school psychologist, do you have any advice from that perspective of your life to people just in general during the pandemic? Absolutely. First and foremost, we are going to get through this. I think we're all still trying to formulate how, but if you wake up every day and you start with breathe in and out, then one foot in front of the other. And this isn't, I think that the farce that, that is spread around is this is a new normal and it's, it's not a new normal. This is an adjustment for this time period. And we will have to operate with a little bit more care and not just for our own personal, but also for the person next to you, whether you're wearing a mask or what's going to happen moving forward. But the wonderful and amazing thing about the human spirit is that we always move forward. So whether it's, again, breathing in and out, one foot in front of the other until we start hopping, skipping, running, it will go back to a, a wonderful sense where we can all be together as a community in person. So just hang in there. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. You guys have a wonderful day. And uh, keep it up. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. Thank you so much. You, you too. Bye. Have a good one. I thought Shauna was that great. Was amazing. She was so sweet. And I, I have to give a little plug to Let's Party Events and to Isabella because she works for them. She's been a great employee for them. And they were featured in People Magazine for their birthday parade that they did for that little girl, which was really, really special to see. Yes, it was so exciting to see our story featured on the People Magazine website. I, I love all the creative ideas that Shauna has brought to Let's Party Events to keep the magic in our community. Remind us that everything is going to be okay on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. Go check out Let's Party Events and you'll see all the amazing creative ideas that we've been doing to keep our community safe and still bringing that sense of magic and creativity into our homes. And we love to see this. I've loved seeing all of the creative and interesting ways that these small business owners in our community are keeping their businesses going during the coronavirus. So now we're going to switch gears a little bit into restaurants, which our next guest is a restaurant owner. It's interesting because I truly believe that restaurants 
play a bigger role in keeping a normalcy for our families during the pandemic than they realize that they do. Because even just getting to have takeout one night of the week or however often it may be for your family keeps that sense of normalcy for you that you can look forward to and sort of just bond over that meal. Absolutely. My family and I, we've been getting takeout to support these local businesses and restaurants. And I I don't know what I would do otherwise. I mean, you can only cook dinner so many times. Just like you said, having a little bit of normalcy, supporting small businesses is so important. It is important. And so our next guest, his family is the owner of the Bellevue Tavern in Cape May Courthouse. His name is Dennis Roberts. And the Bellevue Tavern is a Cape May Courthouse institution that's located in the center of Cape May County. And they pride themselves on providing excellent food and service in a friendly atmosphere. They have great food. They want you to come there and have great times. Their great crab cakes are waiting for you, which they are known for those. And they want you to come and experience that courthouse casual. So Dennis is here to shed light on the tactics that they've been using to keep their business going in such a small town during the pandemic. So here's Dennis. Hello. Hi. So my first question is, how has the coronavirus changed the way that you guys are operating the Bellevue? Well, right this second, we're operating on only takeout only, and we're operating in about 50% of our normal capacity slash revenues. So we're, we're down about half and we're, you know, we're cleaning everything and, and we're only doing takeout too. So what is your plan going forward, especially this summer and being that we are part of a shore town? The plan going forward is we got to kind of need to see what the governor is going to announce in the next couple of weeks as to, as to what the government wants you to do. But already personally, we have hand sanitizing stations for customers when they walk in. I Obviously, we already have the sanitizing stations in the kitchen for, for the for the employees because that's part of food and health safety but ordered this new kind of spray where, where you where you spray down like a booth or a chair or a menu and you don't need to wipe it you just you spray it and it and it disinfects it so we're looking at all kinds of new technology wood or digital uh, thermometers for employees you get your temperature taken when you come to work so we're preparing for for reopening but with with a, with a new normal which is what everybody is but we're still waiting for for guidance from the government to see what exactly it's going to be. So you mentioned it a little bit, but how are employees adapting to the new normal? And in addition to that, have you been able to keep a lot of employees on uh, being that you're just doing takeout? So we're a restaurant that primarily serves in, in-house takeout. So unfortunately all my wait staff and my bartenders are all on unemployment. They're all laid off. There's some, there's some cuts to the kitchen staff hours right this second. We're just, we're running it on as a skeleton crew for the last as of today, last eight weeks, you know, minimal, trying to keep the staff minimal, trying to keep the payroll low, overhead costs low. And so going forward into the summer, I know there's been a lot of talk about um, being able to open restaurants for dining with the possibility that you would move the tables outside so that you could socially distance. Is that something that you guys are thinking about or prepared to do if it comes to it? Absolutely. Actually, funny funny you mentioned that. Our shipment of umbrellas and tables just came in this afternoon. That's what I was doing before I jumped on here. I was unloading tables and chairs and um, umbrellas and and that we're going to have some outside seating too. Not just on our patio, but maybe in the parking lot and maybe on the sidewalk too. 
So I know that a big part of your business is your bar. So is that going to be any different for reopening? Because I know that people are sitting so close to each other. So what's the plan when it comes to the bar? The bar, the bar is going to be different animal altogether. We were just discussing it, depending on what the government issues, you know, whether it's six feet or 10 feet or three feet, we're definitely going to have to take out some kind of stools and, and chairs for the, for the first phase. And then the second phase and then the third phase, we'll probably add more as each phase goes. The only good news for us is we're more of like a happy hour bar where people you know they come in they sit down maybe they get that they get something to eat and and then they go and we're not really there too 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 late at night like some of these nightlife bars i would say that's going to be really tough for them is how do you social distance in a nightclub where everybody's dancing i feel really bad for those people they're going to have a really tough time with this well i've been following you guys on social media and i know you've really been capitalizing the best way you can in terms of having a lot of specials and allowing people to call ahead. Have you had a great response from that? Obviously, I'm sure you guys are hurting with this unexpected pandemic, but have you had a good response in terms of orders? So this pandemic has, I mean, it's been terrible, but the only good news is we've had a, we've had such a great uh, response. We've done more takeout food than I ever thought we would have ever. I mean, the people, people have really been universally great. Everyone's been so understanding and they're just they're happy to be there everyone's been nice i mean the people the people really have i've you you can feel it noticed it they've they've definitely come together for this and everyone's everyone's really been been great and we couldn't have been doing what we've been doing without them more so than than anything i ever would have thought or could have hoped for well of course and i think it's great that you guys are doing that because you're such a big business like i was saying to isabella before you got on Middletown Township, Cape May Courthouse is such a small little town and there aren't really that many places to eat just in the little town of Cape May Courthouse. So the Bellevue is such a big place that people go to. And so everywhere I turn on social media, I'm seeing people putting in their takeout uh, orders at the Bellevue <laughs> and they, they really get excited for the specials. And so it's great what you guys are yeah, doing. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, Les. Thank you for jumping on. I appreciate you taking a couple minutes. I know you're super busy. No problem. I appreciate it. Thank Bye, you. guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Bye. Be safe. That was great. I, I loved everything that he had to say. I really do hope that we can get a, a date soon of when we can start you know, kind of getting back to normal. I hope so too. I hope that they get some answers for business owners and for New Jerseyans, everyone throughout the country, that they start to get some answers on when life can start to go back to normal. And speaking of all around the country, I don't know if you saw, but in Austin, Texas, I did see a restaurant opened on April 30th and a customer left a $1,300 tip oh my gosh. to staff as like a welcome That's back so tip. so sweet. I love that. I love seeing that. I saw that and I had to I share. love it. I love that you shared that because I think it's proof in the pudding that this virus has made us more empathetic as people. And I think that that's even a small silver lining that's come out of this pandemic because how often before this did we see servers on social media having to share their stories about how people would leave them with zero dollars after a huge bill that they racked up at their table so i think now we're all realizing that we're in it together as as cliche as that sounds and we're empathetic for the people around us and what they're going through because we know what that's like it's not cheesy when you say we're all in this together i think it's so fitting right now and it's kind of like our anthem right now. It is. It is our anthem. I hope that by this time next week, 
We have some more answers. As much as we want to keep this podcast going during the pandemic as long as possible, <laughs> we want even more for you guys to get out of your homes. We promise you. Uh, of course. So, Don't forget to check back next week for the next episode. Stay safe, everybody. We're thinking of you. Thank you.